Kira Banks, costume designer, designer, and stylist to the stars. The fashion industry is more than who's wearing what. It's attitude, personality, and a lifestyle. It's a vibe. And in the style lounge, we get into it all. Your favorite guys and girls will sit on my couch and share their real stories as it pertains to their connection with fashion and how it shapes their work and life. And I want you to join us. Welcome to the Style Lounge. Get comfortable. Get comfortable. Today I want to welcome my favorite chef, Kai, to the Style Lounge. Well, you look like you're being really easy with that big smile, that glowy skin. <laughs> Sounding slightly like your mother. Yeah, a lot like my mom. You do, right? Okay, I thought it was just me. Okay. More recently, in the last four years, I've started to look like my mom a lot more. <laughs> yeah, and sound. Yeah, that's what I get a lot, too. Even though I don't have a New York accent, I still get that. Sometimes my brother confuses my mom and I sometimes. Yeah, you don't have that. Yeah! You have the, just the vocals. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Mommy's beautiful, so that's, that's that. Shout out to Dina Dean. That's my girl. That's my sister. I love her. I want everyone to know, and you've probably been asked this question a thousand times, but for the people who are now a part of the Style Lounge and will be seeing this, um, I want to know, how did you know cooking was the passion for you? Like, you know. Well, I come from a very creative family, so I always knew I wanted to do something creative. And at the age of one and a half, after daycare, my teacher would have on the Food Network. And when my mom would come to pick me up, she'd be like, Kai will not stop watching the Food Network. And this is at one and a half. So even though I don't understand what's going on, I'm just watching people move around and stuff. My daycare teacher felt that it was something to mention to my mom that this was just something I would constantly watch. And she would also make all of our food. So I was just kind of surrounded by good food from a young age as well. And so from there, I would just constantly bother my mom and dad, trying to help them in the kitchen, trying to mix things, trying to put things in the oven this than the other. So I didn't really think they thought it was something that I would eventually turn a business into. But from there, uh, from six years old, I started using a knife and handling the stove. The knife. <laughs> you know, my mom, my mom would like watch me from a distance, but I was like, no, mom, I can do it. Don't worry about it. I got it. And from there, it just would not stop. I was helping my grandmother's I was reading cookbooks, watching cooking documentaries every single day since I was six years old. And then I eventually turned it into a business. So it was from a very young age that I would just see people doing cooking because I always knew I wanted to do something creative, but that happened to be my particular outlet for myself. So yes, you do come from a very creative family, really great, yeah. a bunch of artists. But yes. when did you create um, your first business? Because do you have one or two businesses? So I just have one, but I started my first business when I was 10 and that was a baking business. So I was in the fifth grade at the time. So at that time I was still going to private school it was before I was homeschooled. So on the weekends, that's when I would do all my parties, this, that, and the other. And so, and as well as going to school at the same time, but you know, I just told my dad, I want to start my own business because he started young and I just really went for it. So a lot of people don't know, maybe everyone knows that you started out as a pastry chef first. Is that it? Yes. Yeah, it was a baking business. Yes. So you was baking. Yeah, so I would do all baked goods, cupcakes, cookies. It was like all simple stuff. Everything a 10-year-old would want. 
just some sweets. Yeah. <laughs> without yeah. without the fake little bacon shake, you really was baking and making treats oh, for your friends. Completely from scratch. I would be in the kitchen early morning on Saturday, just, you know, fulfilling orders. So, you know, it started off as just like something cute that I was doing, but then I really became good at it. And then I started getting some high profile clients. And then I just started really making my way into everything. So I did that for about three years. Okay, so then what's the name of the cookie that I had that is divine? This was before COVID. I mean, salted toffee brown butter chocolate chip cookie. Say that one more time. Salted toffee brown butter chocolate chip cookie. It's a tongue twister, but let me tell you something. I didn't understand because I, you know, I came by, saw, I was like, oh, she's making cookies. Yeah, yeah. I did not know it was a cookie. When I got my cookie, I was like, I'm gonna eat it later. I think I think you gave me two. Yeah, I did. I'm gonna eat it later. Do you know I did not make it to the freeway and you know how close the freeway is. I was like, what is wrong with me? And I don't eat sweets. I don't yeah. I'm not I'm a I'm a produce fruit girl. I'm not a yeah. <laughs> I told everybody about those cookies. <laughs> so, you're you're about to be busy again for the holidays with that, I would imagine. Yeah, definitely. I was taking a little break because I was, there was just like so much, like especially during this time I was focusing on other things, but definitely for the holidays, that is the go-to treat for most people. Mm -hmm. And they're good. And I've been, I've been, I've been, I'll, I'll tell you about that as we go, but I've changed my lifestyle eating. So um, now I can eat a couple of your cookie calories, but I also know you cook very clean. So I wanted to ask you this, are you the cook in the house or does your mom cook at all anymore? It's me. It's it's been me for the past. She's so lucky. Yeah, for the past seven, eight years, I've just kind of wanted to do it. So in a way, I kind of kicked her out the kitchen so I could do all of the cooking. But yeah, she. I'm I'm definitely the chef in the house. Who does the grocery shopping for whatever you need? We both do for the most part because I love like doing all the shopping too. But if I don't want to go, she's she definitely will go. But. For the most part, it's both of us too. God, that's such a wonderful gift you are to your mom. Okay, <laughs> what is your go-to dish normally and what's been your go-to dish during the season of COVID? What's been your go-to dish? Ooh. Well, I love any type of handmade pasta. So I make this really good one usually in the summer because um, the summer corn is really good. So I make like a handmade agnolotti with sweet corn. Then I do a little bit of lobster and black truffle. That's one of my favorite dishes. It is time consuming, but it's really delicious. And over the quarantine, I don't know, I feel like I've just make, been making like such simple things because like I don't want to be in the kitchen for hours and hours like I was previously. But Because I, you're home all day. Yeah, exactly. So I don't want like I just I was already in the kitchen forever. But um, I just any good grilled vegetables, I eat so simple. It's like compared to what I cook a lot of times, the way I eat is like kind of boring compared to my actual food because I don't like cooking for myself that much. I love to cook for other people, of course, but when it comes to myself, like anything simple and I'm good to go. I think that's almost what any artist, unless we in our wusa, like in our moment and we have all this time and then we kind of embrace it. I've heard there's some hairstylists who like to have fun, but for the most part, you have you seen hairstylists? When there's some, some of them, I'm like, you do hair? Do the most amazing hair but they are so busy doing everybody's hair by the time they get to them, it's like, do you do hair? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, styling and doing shows, when it comes to me dressing myself, I'm trying to find the most simplest things. That's where my clothing line came from. I just want to throw it on. I don't want to think about it. Maybe put a hat on, maybe not. 
yeah. can I put on sneakers with this and put on heels later? If I just want simplicity, I don't want to think about it. And I think that's all we want for ourselves is just ease and healthy. But you love doing it for other people. But when it comes to myself, I'm just like the most simple and easy thing and I'm good to go. So when you are cooking, do, are you mindful, especially now about making food medicine for people? I absolutely do agree, especially because my business and like my philosophy is all about quality. So I think when you're putting quality ingredients into your body, it makes such a big difference. So I don't mind spending the extra money to get the best quality products as much as possible. I definitely do believe in a lot of herbs that are very powerful for your body in general. So I definitely think that food is medicine and especially using high quality ingredients, it would definitely make a difference, not only in the taste, but just how you feel overall when eating it. Okay, so your IG videos, I, when I'm when I do have time, I'm all over them. So okay. I have just um, went plant based. I actually started the journey the latter part of December, definitely top of January. And I say I'm 95% because every now and then I'm like, let me just taste that. And it's not necessarily meat or anything. It could be a cheese. Somebody sprinkled some cheese on. I'm like, mm, let me just try it. But what makes me quickly not want it anymore is the reaction that happens with me and my body because I haven't had it in my system. So I have been um, on my plant-based vegan journey since January. And so I tried to make the calamari that you made. <laughs> with the heart of palms. Yeah, yeah. I think I missed a couple of ingredients. So, but that's okay. The next thing I want to make is the hot sauce you just made. So oh, the homie house. Yeah. yeah, I love it. And I did not know you warmed the plates. So all of that. <laughs> all those tips. All those tips. I hope you're putting them in a the book. So all of that to say that I wanted to ask you, I've been honored to experience your vegan dishes and, um, and your traditional dishes. Um, me, I don't know. Are you vegan or are you? Yeah, I'm completely plant-based. Yes. That's what I thought because you do such a great job. How are you able to translate, you know, your vegan meals into your, you know, traditional meals for everyone? Because I've had both of your, right. your, your meals and it's spot on amazing. There's not a beat missing from the cookie to, you know, before I went plant-based, the, you know, the waffle that was in November, that, oof, so good. <laughs> um, you don't miss a beat with taste. And I do call you one of my favorite chefs for real, because I've been around a lot of great chefs. Now, all you're gonna do is get better, you know, and try different things. So that's a beautiful journey, but I know good taste, your food tastes fresh. And I was wondering, how does she translate that so well? Because a lot of people can't do that. Yeah, well, of course it's quality as well, but realizing that vegan food doesn't have to be boring. It doesn't have to be just salad, just tofu. Like there's so many, amazing vegetables out there for one that a lot of people don't know about and then there's also so many amazing cooking preparations that you can do as well and so over the years of just you know how i eat and stuff and trying to translate that into food and trying to make things taste amazing and it's not about trying to make vegan food taste like meat you're just trying to showcase the vegetable as good as possible so that's what i think is so beautiful about using different techniques using different flavors that it doesn't have to be boring doesn't have to just be steamed vegetables tofu call it a day like you can really elevate and make things more exciting than you know what sometimes people categorize vegan because they vegan. get in their brain and they think plant-based and vegan means just salads i'm like no that's not what it means 
There's so many different things. You have jackfruit. I, I created something you inspired me and I don't know if I got it from you, but I was like, I'm gonna make me some dirty rice. But okay. instead of using rice, I did a tri-color quinoa. Okay. Um, okay. You'll see it, you'll be very proud. A tri-color quinoa and I use um, portobello mushrooms. Okay. Um, wow. With a bunch of turmeric, uh, turmeric, onions, bell peppers, and I did my little stir fry and my curry and everything. And it's bomb. It's bomb from what I've heard. Yes, yes. I mean, vegan food can be so much more exciting than just like the normal. If you just put a little bit more time, a little bit more effort, then like you can make food absolutely amazing. My favorite thing right now to substitute for any type of, because I really loved seafood, so that was my thing. That's why I was so caught up on the calamari. My favorite thing right now is the oyster mushrooms. Oh my gosh, those are one of my favorite ingredients. My favorite, and I've learned how to pan fry it with coconut oil, and I put it a little, oof. I think you would also like lobster mushrooms. They have, they have lobster mushrooms? Yeah, so they're, they kind of look like a lobster claw because they have like red tones and then a little bit of white in them as well. And they do have a little bit of a distinctive flavor of lobster. Like, I think you would really like them. They have them at most farmer's markets. Okay, because I found the oyster mushrooms at Sprouts and I was excited because I was looking for a watermelon with seeds. I mean, I mean. Right. But the, I know you don't have those anymore. <laughs> they do at Sprouts. <laughs> Yeah. But the but you probably know about every farmer's market and who has what and what's in season. Um, I'm going to hit you up a little later about where to find that lobster mushroom because I didn't know that there were so many mushrooms out there. Um, I think I use a shiitake mushroom like for the dirty, not portobello, I use a shiitake mushroom. But once I found out about that oyster mushroom, it changed my life. It's incredible. It's incredible with some hot sauce. Mm. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, I want to know about that. And what's another good mushroom that's good as a... I think you would like hen of the woods mushroom. A lot of times people will um, say if you wanted like fried chicken, they use, it has a really nice texture. So the hen of the woods has a bunch of like little florets. So it fries really nicely too. So I think you would like hen of the woods and lobster mushrooms. So those are the two I want to try. Because yeah. I wanted something that's kind of like a fried chicken. It's something about chicken. It's not that you want it. It's just... You've been so conditioned to taste it. It becomes like, I want a chicken nugget, but I don't want the chicken. But exactly. I want something like it. You just, it's the savory and the savory taste and the texture that I find that I want. And even if I get the flavor, it's more so the texture because yeah. it was introduced to me, right? And I ate chicken for so long, but I'm not eating chicken. I have not touched any chicken. So you can bring Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so you have accomplished so many things you have been highlighted on different talk shows. You've done stuff for the Oprah Winfrey Network um, and probably still do and a lot of other high profile um, organizations and foundations. Um, my question to you, I know you have things cooking, but what do you have cooking now that you can talk about with us? So as of now, I've recently got on the new platform, TikTok. I mean, it's been around for a little bit, but I've been on there for the past three or four months so far and i've started to grow, uh, grow a really great following on there and so there's up to 60 seconds videos but i just share different cooking techniques different recipes every single day and so you can follow me on my TikTok to see new stuff about things you didn't know about cooking vegan recipes there's every type of recipe on there um and so that's what i've been most recently doing and it's been growing me a really great following so far and of course a cookbook eventually Yes, you must do the book. So 
I didn't know TikTok. Okay, I haven't really embraced TikTok yet. I'm such a late bloomer when it comes to stuff. People have like a 3,000. I, I, I get on there till like middle of May. So I was Put like, you on there April, it. May, May, June, July, August. So I'm going to get on there in September. Okay, good. You like this? Okay, okay, girl, we'll do it. So, okay, okay, so where can we follow you? Tell us, for those who don't already know where to follow you, where can we follow you? So on my Instagram, I post a lot of pictures and videos as well. And my username is at Kai Kanai. And then for my TikTok, it's at Kai Cooking. And so there you'll find different videos every single day of all my cooking techniques, all my recipes, and it's really great stuff. And it's up to 60 seconds, but I'm able to share so much information in a small amount of time. Your website? My website is kaikanai-la.com, and you can read a little bit more about my story, just kind of how I got started as well. Okay, there was one other thing I wanted to ask you about, and I ask everybody this, it's kind of a little game, it's kind of a little fun. Okay. And it is, I always ask people, so how you live it? Well, a lot of people know I've dressed a lot of people and been in the industry and I have my line. So I just like to ask people how they live in. And I want to, and when I say how you live in, it's like how you live in, like what you wearing when Kai is cooking. When I'm cooking, I'm so relaxed when I'm cooking. It's either sweatpants, shorts, and a shirt because I usually have my apron over. So there's never much time to like get all cute and everything, but I'm super simple. Have a couple slides on, good pair of comfortable comfortable pair of sweatpants, a shirt, my cute apron, call it a day, at least in the kitchen. But outside, it's a little different. But, you know, I like to be comfortable in the kitchen. You can't be wearing clothes that will constrict you from doing certain things, especially if you're going to be on your feet for hours. Okay. So how's Kai living when she is out with one of her high-profile clients and she is in what ensemble? I love a good pair of shoes, whether it's a nice open-toe sandal or a good sneaker a nice pair of jeans, especially I love my cousin's jeans. I love her company. Um, and always just like a cute t-shirt. I, I like to, you know, I like to keep it simple and just kind of straight go to I love a good hat too, if you couldn't tell. I, I love see, it. I could tell, yeah. I've seen you in a lot of hats. You guys, you can tell she's so beautiful. But yeah, I can tell. This is a cute hat. What's the name of your cousin's jeans? You can, t you can say. Uh, it's Samaria Leah jeans, and she makes the best jeans. They're all custom Levi jeans. They're super comfortable. She was like, that's all I wear. Okay, and when you are chilling at home, not cooking, not doing anything, how are you living? Sweatpants, little tank top. <laughs> what I got on right now. <laughs> Just relaxing, yeah. Um, Pretty much. And, and how are you living, I don't know, when you really step out with your friends for a good time? Wear a nice dress. Cute little romper every now and then. Okay, I just want to know. We want to know how you living when you're not cooking. And you know, you're a person too, and everyone maneuvers through their life a different way, and you're young. So, you know, yeah. it's just nice to know that, you know, I put on a romper, I show my legs. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, I'm so happy that you found time to be with me today. Um, Thank you for having me. Yeah, the Style Lounge is all about is cooking, eating, good nutrients, good people, real talk, having fun. And um, the next time, I really, when we're past this COVID thing, uh, we can do a little cooking together. 
You can do your version, I can do my version. We could kind of do it like uh, the show. There's a show I cost to design called Martha Martha and Snoop Potluck. Oh yeah, I love it. Yeah. I designed that show for the past couple of seasons. And what I love is Martha does it her way and then Snoop does it his way. And then that's what I kind of want to do with you. I love it, let's do it. We can do it <laughs> and if I really believe, even if we have to do it during Skype, we just have to do it. But somebody, we have to be some kind of way, maybe socially distant so they can taste it and see if I did it right. <laughs> I love it, let's do All it. All right, thank you so much for being on and joining me. I really appreciate you. And um, you so much. You inspired me to um, become even more aggressive with my meals and change it up, you really have. I do want to know about both of those mushrooms. So, you know, I'll be looking out for that text. <laughs> and I really am like, you have no idea because I've been buying oyster mushrooms every day, like every other day. We've been eating them like three times a day. I mean, three times a week for real. So I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait to try that. And um, and I and I can't I look forward to seeing what other really wonderful surprises you have. And um, it was lovely having you. So I'll see Thank you, you so soon. much. I appreciate it. Have a good one. All right. Bye. Kai. Bye. We made it easy for you to find us. Follow us on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter and Instagram at Style Lounge Podcast. Search for Style Lounge. The Style Lounge is executive produced by K.O. Banks Productions. Music for the show is produced by Eric Dawkins for E-Flat Music Group. 